Good evening, everybody. So we've got a few people here also, so we'll, uh, we've just, we're on, um, Dafu Daladamid base at the bottom. In fact, we've got to deal this evening with a bit of a, with a Rashi. And you Daladamid base. The, just to recap, the Gemara, the Gemara, the Gemara was discussing, um, um, beams which are Poselfaschach, so let's let's say according to, for example, Rabbi Meir, um, uh, according to everybody, if it's four tefachim wide or less than whatever, is but beams that are possible for schach. Nobody, we don't paskin like Rabbi Huda and Rav that there's no problem with beams. We paskin alocha four tefachim wide beams are possible schach. What happens if you take them and you put them on their sides? So instead of having the beam, put it on the schach like this, you put it like this. The argument is that I don't have four tefachim wide of beam. I've only got. I don't know, they call it three tfokhim, for argument's sake. It's a thick beam. That was a machalikas. And the Gemara, conc- the Gemara concluded, Rav Huna was of the opinion that it's possible. In other words, a beam which is four tfokhim wide is possible schach. It might as well be made of plastic. It might as well be made of, 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 of a metal. It is a possible piece of schach. So it doesn't matter which around you put it on, it's going to be possible. So the Gemara wanted to bring a raya for this from a mish, a brysa, where the brysa says that the line was even if you've got a beam which is possible, it's four tfachim wide, even if only three tfachim of that is in the sukkah, it's kosher. So the Gemara says, how do I have a case where I've got a beam of four tfachim wide and only three tfachim is in the sukkah? The case is it's lying on its side. These beams are four tfachim wide, three tfachim thick, right? And I'm tilted them all on their side. And the Mishnah says, the Brazil says, it's kosher. That was the suggestion. To which the Gemara said, no. Says the Gemara, no, that's not what we're talking about. It could be, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I retract. The Gemara says, if you've got a beam four tzvachim wide, and you put three tzvachim of it in the sukkah, the sukkah is, I hope I didn't say kosher, possible. The sukkah is possible. Again, I've got a beam which is four tzvachim wide, let's say it's less than four tzvachim thick, I put it this way up on the sukkah. Rav Huna holds that it is possible. So the Gemara says, I've got a riot. The Bryce says, if I've got a beam full tzvachim wide, and I only put three tzvachim of that beam in the sukkah, the sukkah is possible. How do you put only three tzvachim of a four tzvachim beam? It must be you tilt it on its side, put it on its side, three, uh, the width is three tzvachim, and I put those on the sukkah, and that's possible, which is in fact over here, um, tell you which picture it is, if you want. Um, it is on page yeah it's, on, it's a 205 on page 41 so that's the Gemara wants to suggest the fact that the Bryce says if you do that it's possible is a raya sorry that, that if you put three tfachim or a four tfachim plank over the sukkah it's possible it must be that instead of putting it flat ways you put it on its side the width is three tfachim so you see that it's possible because a five four tfachim wide plank is possible so the one says no 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 there's no raya really if you take a four tfachim plank and you put it on its side and it's not four tfachim wide it could be it's kosher the Bryce is talking about a different case the Bryce is talking where well, the Gemara puts it where you put this one beam, a pes, a, 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 a you put it at the entrance of the sukkah. You're not putting beams on its side. You're putting this one beam at the entrance of the sukkah. Three tfachim of the beam is in the sukkah, and one tefah is outside. And that is a, a, a picture 207. And I'm going to try, 
my luck and share the screen so gentlemen you'll be able to see this we did it last week There we go. I hope you can see it on the screen. That's the, uh, um, that, that is the maskon of the, at least the dikhui of the Gemara, that it could be that this is what we're talking about. It could be that if the beams are put on their side, hofchan al is kasha. We're talking over here, where the beam, which is full fucking wide, is placed at the entrance of the sukkah. So you can look over there, you can see from the picture, three tfachim of this four fucking wide beam are lying in the sukkah, and one tfach is outside the sukkah. So what's the problem? So the Gemara says, as we saw last week, it's considered psal ha-yoytzim in sukkah There is a halacha. But if you've got schach, which sticks over the entrance of the sukkah, goes out beyond the two walls, the side, you've got a sukkah, and you've got schach, which extends beyond the entrance, under there is also kosher. We'll discuss a bit, a bit later whether you need any walls joining you. But even if where you are standing... You haven't got kosher walls around you. You're outside the sukkah, you've got your bamboo sticks. Let's talk about, say, simple case. Bamboo sticks. You've got the bamboo sticks across the sukkah, right, and they stick out. Well, beyond the entrance of the sukkah. Remember, a standard sukkah's got three walls. These bamboo sticks are long sticks, they go all the way, and they're sticking out over the entrance of the sukkah. That has a, what's called, as a Gemara later, psal ha-yotzim in a sukkah, psal miloshim, psoiles, right? Psoiles, kirubiyakim. And under there, although it's completely open, Right, you're standing, the sukkah's here facing me, but it's all open, I've got no wall this way, no wall that way, just this extended schach above me, it's kosher, I can sit there and I can be yotzim mitzvah sukkah. That's the din of psal ha yotzim in a sukkah. Says the Gemara, the same thing goes in the reverse. Over here, I've got three tfachim of plank in the sukkah. Well, that's okay. But I've got one tefach of this plank outside the sukkah. And since if the schach was kosher schach, I could stand there, under that extra bit sticking out, that means the extra bit sticking out is part of the sukkah, halachically. If so, I've got a four tefachim of the plank in the sukkah. You know, I've got four tefachim of the plank in the sukkah. A four tefach plank will pass on the sukkah. That is how they were. So really it could be, but if you take a, a plank and put it on its side, it could be, we pasca. No, but it could be, hafkan al then it's pasha. Ah, what does the b'risa mean when it says if I've got three tefachim of a four tefachim plank in the sukkah, then it's Possible, not talking about a case where you turned it on its side and it's three tefachim wide. We're talking about a case where it's lying flat, three tefachim in the sukkah, one tefach outside the sukkah, like the picture there on the screen, number 207, 206, 207, picture number 207, we consider as if all that four plank is in the sukkah, because it's all kosher sukkah space underneath it, and the sukkah is possible. Now, what we saw, the problem that the Rosh want to discuss is in Rashi. Because just look, look at the bottom Rashi. He says, Apuma de Matalalta, this plank is put at the mouth of the sukkah. Eitzel Ruach Ravi, by the fourth wall, Shein Shom Dofen, the fourth entrance, rather where there's no wall, that's the entrance of the sukkah, as you see on the picture. Delif Kemine, Shein Shom Dofen, there's no wall there. Delif Kemine Alide Dofen Akuma. But they should remove it because of Dofen Akuma. Because there's no wall over there, there's a, an entrance. And then he says, and even though there's only three inside, but since technically under that extra tefah, were it kosher, it could be yaitzah, so it's considered the whole thing inside. 
the problem that all the Achorinim got a big problem is what does Rashi mean when Rashi says that you know why it's a problem because this plank is lying over the entrance where there is no wall to take it out using the Londas of Dauphin Akuma which means that what? That if that plank wasn't lying as it shows in that picture over the entrance but was it, you can imagine it lying over the wall so in other words, instead of lying over the open side of the sukkah, lay over the wall of the sukkah. Right? So you've got, can you imagine you've got three walls, and, and you've got this four tfokhim wide plank, three tfokhim lying over the wall, lying over the wall, three tfokhim lying inside the sukkah, and one tefah lying outside the sukkah, and the wall in between. In other words, Rashi says very clearly, the problem over here is, because there's no wall under the plank, were there a wall under the plank, in other words, it wasn't lying over there, it was lying one of the three walls, such that three was in and one was out, it would be okay. Well, as she said, it would be okay. The problem is there's no wall. That's the problem. Now, the first thing is, what type of sukkah are we talking about? Now, Pashtas and that's how the Balamor and, and, and others learn, or has got a different Mahalach, but Pashtas were talking over here about a sukkah katana. The Bryce the, the says the sukkah is possible. Why is the sukkah possible? Imagine the picture, 207, the one you can see on the screen, gentlemen. Imagine it's a massive sukkah. It's a massive sukkah. Yeah? And I've got, no, it's a big, big, big sukkah. And I've got this one plank at the front. So I've got one plank of possible schach. Okay, so don't sit under it. What's the problem? For tvach in possible schach. You can't sit underneath it. I'm not going to pass my old sukkah. If this room that we're sitting in were to be a sukkah, right, and I've got, okay, we've got three walls, right, so one, two, and three walls, and I've got some schach running a full tefach. Even if it runs right by the front, so the front part of the sukkah is possible. I've still got three walls behind it and kosher sukkah. Why is this plank passing the sukkah? What's it doing wrong? It says psula. All the other cases on the mission are psula. What has this dear plank, or not so dear plank, why is it passing the sukkah? I understand, we, we consider as if four tefachim are in the sukkah, and it's a whole parcel plank in the sukkah, but why not in the sukkah parcel? Says the Balamar, and that's how the, the most Mepharshim take on, we're talking over here about a sukkah katana. It's a sukkah katana, it's a small sukkah. And the problem with a small sukkah is, you've only got four tefachim of kosher schach. So in this picture over here, the kosher schach, which is denoted by those lines, is only four tefachim. But you need seven, because you have to minimum seven by seven. So what you've got is you've got four tvachim of poshuska, sorry, four tvachim of koshuska. You've then got this plank of which three tvachim are in the sukkah, and one tefach is outside the sukkah. And what we're saying is that the sukkah is possible, because that's poshuska. So all I've got is three tvachim, four tvachim of koshuska. That's, that's what psha is, that's how the Balamor says psha in his Gemara. On that Rashi saying that if this plank were lying over a wall, then it wouldn't be a problem. That means that what? The sukkah would be kosher. So if the plank wasn't lying over the entrance, the plank was lying over the wall. So again, you'd have, going, not, not now going down the length, say, you're, say it was over the back wall, for argument's sake, it doesn't really matter, a side wall. You'd have four tfachim of kosher schach, you'd then have three tfachim of this plank in the sukkah, and then on the other side of the wall, another tefah. So Rashi's saying that it's kosher. So Rashi, because why? It's the Gemara. The Gemara says, you know what the problem is? Because they, we're talking about a case, the plank is over the entrance of the sukkah. Why does the Gemara have to say it's over the entrance of the sukkah? And if it was lying over the, one of the walls or lying over the back wall the same way, why does the entrance? Territory says Rashi, because if it was lying over the wall, the sukkah would be kosher. Why would it be kosher? Because since there's a wall over there, we'd say, we could consider there's only three trochim of the plank inside, not four. 
the three Tfachim plank is kosher. So therefore I've got four Tfachim on my laurel leaves, and I've got three Tfachim plank, which is kosher, and it's kosher. That's, that's what Rashi's telling us. But Rashi says something very strange. Rashi says, there's no wall under this plank, because if there was a wall, it would help me, because I would say, Doifon Akuma. What's Doifon Akuma? Doifon Akuma means we consider the wall as if it's bent. So, so what do you mean? You're going to say, Doifon Akuma, and the wall's bent. So it's wall now, not plank. It's worse. If this plank is not lying over the entrance, like the picture, but it's lying over the wall, what three tefach in and one tefach out? The Gemara's more voice, Kasha. Says Rashi, why? Because the wall underneath will help, because Doifon Akuma. So it's wool now. It's not even three talking plank. It's three talking wool. That's the cash of Mashatis. I don't understand. Says the Mogin Avram. And again, there's different Mahalchim. The Mogin Avram. Let's try and take one Mahalaf which makes sense. He says, I'll tell you what Rashi means. If the plank was running over a wall, you would say, Dofa Nakuma. In what way would you say, Dofa Nakuma? Not into the sukkah, but outside the sukkah. You'd consider that tefach outside the sukkah as an extension of the wall of the sukkah. So now what I've got, I've got a wall, which bends over backwards outside the sukkah for a tefach. What am I left with a plank in the sukkah? Three tefachim. A three tefachim plank. It's going to be kosher. So when Rashi says, that if there's a wall underneath it, if there's a wall underneath it, I'm going to be okay, because Dovah Nakuma, he doesn't mean because of three tefachim inside the sukkah, Dovah Nakuma. He means because the Dovah Nakuma will mean that the one tefach outside is considered part of the wall. So I can forget about it now. So what have I left with? I'm left with three in the sukkah. Plank of three is kosher, therefore it's fine. That's, that's how the Mogan of Rome, others want to learn differently than the Mogan of Rome, but that's Fas Emerson, now how they, they touch how the Mogan of Rome learn. But there is a, Wait, so there's a much bigger problem than this. There's a much bigger problem than this. Who asked Rashi to mention the word Dovin Akuma? Why do I need Dovin Akuma? Let's just think for a minute. Look at the picture you've got on the screen, Rabbi side, number 207. What's the problem? What's the problem with this sukkah? Why is it possible? I've got four Tvachim Skach Kasha, those are all the lines. I've got three Tvachim on this plank. I know it's not drawn to size, to, 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 um, to scale, but we'll have to accept it. Well, that's how we're going to learn now, right? Three Tvachim in. Why does that extra tefach on the outside count? Why does it count? Why does it count? What's the problem? It's outside the sukkah. Well, the answer is, because it's a dinner, psala yotza. Where the whole thing kosher schach, you could be yotza mitzvah sukkah under that extension. So now that it's possible schach, I've got to consider it's part of the sukkah also. So it's psala yotza. You don't say psala yotza when there's a wall in between. I'll give you an example. You've got a sukkah. Imagine one of our sukkahs, and you've got a, 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 a flat sukkah. You've got one of a canvas sukkahs, for argument's sake, just take a symbol. And you put a, a, a bamboo, a big mat over the sukkah. It's a big mat, and it's a, it's a firm, strong mat, and it extends way over, over the sides of the sukkah. Right? Over the sides of the sukkah. You can't stand under there, outside the canvas, and, 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 and stand under the mat and say, Ah, oh, it's It's an extension of the sukkah. It's not. There's a wall in the way between where you're standing, there's schach above you, but if you look straight ahead, you can't see into the sukkah. There's a wall. That's not psalayotza. That's more later. In our case over here, in the picture we've got over here, when you're standing under this schach at the entrance, you can look into the sukkah. There's no wall stopping you. That's when you say psalayotza. So if I say psalayotza, then it kosher schach, I can miyotza sukkah over there. But if it's posel schach, you can't have your cake and eat it. 
If it's going to be part of the sukkah, it'll be part of the sukkah when it's good, and it'll be part of the sukkah when it's not good. But if it's over a wall, you can't stand at the back of the sukkah because the bamboo sticks are sticking over the back of the sukkah. And say, oh, I'm under kosher schach. You're not, there's a wall in between. So who's in Shindai for Nakuma? If this plank is over the side, Right? So therefore, I wouldn't say Psala Yotza with Koshaschach. So I don't say Psala Yotza with Poselschach. I've only got three Tzvachim of the plank inside. So it's good Schach. What's the problem? Why does Rashi have to say Dovan Akumar? What's he want with that? So some of they all, they all ask, they all ask this Kashan, the, the Dogum Rabova asked the Kashan, the, 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 the Nitziv asked the Kashan, the Buddha asked the Kashan, uh, uh, Beismeya, the Chazanish, they all ask the Kashan, what's Dovan Akumar gonna do? So some of them want to say, the, 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 the Mitzvah and the Beismeh want to say, there's a printing mistake in Rashi. There's a printing mistake in Rashi. Where Rashi says like this, She'en shom doifkin delifkin minei alidei doifkin akuma. There's a printing, leave out the word akuma. It's a printing mistake. Deleka shom doif, she'en shom doif, there's no wall. The, 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 the second line down in the last Rashi. Delifkin minei alidei doifkin. That the doifkin should keep out the bit that we don't want. Forget about doifkin akuma. Who didn't say doifkin akuma? It's a printing mistake. Take the word Akuma and then everything's marvelous. The only problem is, says the base mayor, if you look in the Ritva, the wording of the Ritva is, he says there's no wall, delis kasher bedoifen Akuma. That doifen Akuma should kasher it. The Ritva holds that doifen Akuma is a positive effect. It's actually kashering. So you can't say it's a printing mistake over there because the wall isn't kashering anything. All the wall is saying that we don't say psala yodza. It's not liskasher. You can't say it's making something kosher. It's just not, there's no problem to start with. But if you're, if you're invoking a rule of doifen akuma, then you can say, yes, that role we're invoking to make something kosher. So you say, in the ritual, you can't learn like that and you're going to have to learn that you mean doifen akuma. Why? We don't know. But we'll see Mr. Shem left a bit shortly what's an afkimina there could be an afkimina in practical alocha whether you say dofen or uh, use dofen now when we talk about the entrance are we talking about the entrance of the circle three, three, three. Three, three, three. Three, three, three. Three, three. Three, you haven't got a picture there but um, if you look at the picture you'll see that there's a there's um, it's on number 207 you'll see that there's a uh, sticking out now sorry I'm not sure. It's a good way to your test. So that's the Gemara. That's our Gemara over here. The Gemara says, "Can you put me to the outside? The one outside. The have a leip salayotim in a sukkah. The whole salayotim in a sukkah. Nidin kasukah." The Gemara is telling us it's got din of a sukkah and here's the court, and that's what Rashi says. No, we're talking about puzzles, Chach. Half, you know, half the corner goes... Ah, the corner's like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Position, if, uh, you had a wall there, that's got a door. I suppose the wall is there. That door, so you can see into the sukkah. I don't, the answer, I... On the stances, I don't know. I, I will see what happens when we get to the sukkah, Salah Yotza, we'll see. But I suspect that it's no good, because at the end of the day, the mechitza over there. Yeah, but where, where you are, there's a, there's, there's, there's a halachic mechitza. This would technically count. You mean if it's a whole door? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. Take the point. Now, one thing we need to understand is like this. What would be, what would be, uh, uh, um, if the, if the, if the beam was, if, 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 the, if the thing was lying on the side of the sukkah, 
over the wall. So we're saying that it would be kosher. That's what we're saying. It would be kosher. Says the but I don't understand. It's true we've only got three tzvachim inside, not like if it was at the entrance, but at the end of the day, it's three tzvachim of what? It's three tzvachim of a full tefach plank. And a full tefach plank is possible schach. So, it's very nice that we consider when it's over the entrance, it's as if you've got all four in the sukkah. When it's over the wall, you've only got three in the sukkah, but three of what? Three of what? Three of a full tefach plank. And the full tefach plank is possible. So if a full tefach plank is possible, how does it help to have Three, you know, I shall go, okay, so you've only got three fucking plastic in your sukkah. How does it help? So it's not going to have wrong, because remember the Gemara over here is trying to explain the Bryce, according to the Mount of that Hofchan al-Sida is Kshira. We're going over here according to the opinion that holds, that if you've got a four tefach wide plank, which is, let's say, three tefach thick, and you tilt it on its side, it's kosher. That's the opinion we're trying to defend over here. We want to prove from this brighter. You see, I've got a full full proof proof that it's possible. No, 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 I've got a different shot. So we're at the moment going with the logic that Hofchan al-Sidon is kasha. In other words, if you've only got three out of the four plank in the sukkah, it's kasha. That is why at this stage we're taking on that it will be kasha. But lahalacha says the Mughan Avram that we paskin that Hofchan al-Sidon is possible. Right? If we are, therefore, if I would have a plank like this in our picture, but not over the entrance, over the side wall, it wouldn't help to say, well, one tefach is out, three tefach is in, so I've got four tefach kosher schach, three of this, it doesn't help, because what is this? This is a shtick possible schach. It's three of a plank, which is four, and we hold that once the plank is four, doesn't which way you tilt it onto the sukkah, it's like shvudin shabatech, it's possible schach. So, lahalacha says among Navrum, it won't help to have it over the wall. If you hold Hofchan al-Sidon, it's kosher. Well, if I've only got three or four inside, it's kosher. So if it's not over the entrance like the picture, it's over the wall, it's going to be kosher. But if we hold our locker that Hofchan al-Sidon is possible, then to have three or four inside won't help. And therefore to have it over the wall won't help. La halacha isn't going to help. Says the Morgan Avram, but where, where, where would you have a, where would there be a, uh, a nafkimina? Nafkimina would be, where does it nafkimina, whether it's over the entrance or over the door, over over the wall for us. What would be if you've got a big sukkah? You've got a big sukkah, and the the the, 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 the plank is four fucking wide. So if it's over the door, way, over the over the sorry, I'll say the doorway, over the entrance, like our picture over here as you can see on the screen and in the book, we would say, Well, I've got four tvachim or poselskach in the sukkah, doesn't puzzle my sukkah, but the halacha is, once you've got four tefachim wide, the puzzle sukkah, you can't sit underneath it. That's the halacha. Whereas if it was over a wall, yeah, if it was over a wall, we'd only consider three as being inside, not four. And the halacha is, yes, it's puzzle sukkah, but you're allowed to sit under three tefachim or puzzle sukkah in the sukkah. That's the halacha. So although with a sukkah katana, with a small sukkah, it won't help me, Right? Won't help me whether it's over the entrance, over the wall, because even if it's over the wall, it's three tefachim of, <coughs> three tefachim of, apostle schach. And I, I can't have three tefachim of apostle schach in a small sukkah. It won't, my sukkah's not kosher. But if it would be a large sukkah, then if this plank would be over the entrance, like in the picture, you couldn't sit under the plank, because we consider all four tefachim is in the sukkah. Whereas if it would be over a wall, we only consider three tefachim under the, under the sukkah. And therefore, yes, it can't be, Part of your sukkah, but it, it, it's not possible to sit there because in a big sukkah you're allowed to sit under three tefachim. So that is that is what the the, the Magen says. Now it's interesting. I show you where this is. There could be nagir la alocha. We'll just raise the one issue with this and we'll move on. In particular, in Eretz Yisrael, where you have sukkahs on balconies, you have a sukkah on a balcony. 
and you've got, let's say, just an example, your balcony is, is, is plenty wide, but the depth of your balcony is very short. Let's say that there's an overhang, but it's a neighbor's bank, balcony, or something jutting out over your balcony, such that you've only got, as an example, five and a half tfachim of width of airspace on your balcony. So you go out on your balcony, it's plenty wide, that's not a problem, but all I've got, I've got above me, part of it is covered by, say, say the overhang of another balcony or something else, and I've only got, for example, five and a half tfachim of airspace. I'm standing on my balcony, let me just, just stop showing the screen. I'm standing on my balcony, and if I look up, all I've got is from the railings of my balcony to where that overhang is, I've got five and a half tfachim. Five and a half what we did, do need to know is that we've said up till now, if I've got a sukkah katana, I need seven tfachim. If three of those tfachim are schach posel, the sukkah is no good. The halacha is that if I've got less than three tfachim of schach posel, the sukkah is kosher. So if I've got six tfachim of schach kosher and one tefach of schach posel, it's kosher. If I have four tfachim of schach posel and, sorry, four tfachim of schach kosher, and, 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 and sorry, four and a half tfachim of schach, uh, four and a half tfachim of schach kosher, and two and a half tfachim of schach possible, the sukkah is kosher. So you can, we'll get the sukkah more later, you can actually have a small sukkah, right, where, where, where you've got not 100% kosher schach. As long as it's less than three tfachim of schach, it's got, just like we said in the sukkah gedolah, if it's three tfachim wide, you can sit underneath it, it's like part of the sukkah, the sukkah katan, it's got to be less than three tfachim wide. So, I've got my balcony, for argument's sake, it's five and a half tfachim wide. And what I want to do is, I want to include, I only need another tefach and a half. Agreed? To get to my seven. So I'm standing on my balcony, and I've got plenty of, the width is fine, it's, but the depth is five and a half tfachim. So, and I've got this overhang, which overhang goes on, I don't know, 20, 30 tfachim, it doesn't matter, it goes right into, whatever it is, it's a, Long overhang, you've got, you've got quite a cut, when you step out onto your balcony, a large part of it is covered, and the last bit, the last five and a half tvachim is open. The rest is all, low ceiling covers the whole thing. Whatever it is, upstairs, balcony, whatever it is, irrelevant. So what I want to do is, what I want to do is, I want to include one and a half tvachim of that overhang into my sukkah. Because then I'll have seven tvachim, I'll have five and a half, I'll, I'll put my schach there, and, you know, and thing. Five and a half, I'll put my bamboos, or whatever I put my, my, my palm leaf. The other one, now how do I include that one and a half? Because remember, I've now got possible schach, if you write, lying completely outside my sukkah. So what I do very simply is, I build a wall. I build a wall, which is one and a half tvachim away from the end of this overhang, right? Build a wall all the way out across my balcony, I'll have a door in it, I'll build a wall, and that wall goes up, what basically has now, from the top of that wall, I've got one and a half schach posel, and then I've got five and a half schach kosha. So it's kosha. Ah, you've got an overhang which is 20 tfachim long, but that's our gemara, that's our rashi over here. Once the schach posel is lying on a wall, we don't worry about the bit outside, we only look at the bit which is inside. Yes, we host it, because him it works, him it doesn't work, and in this case it would work, and then you can, it's irrelevant, but that's how it works. That's what happens. And I agree with you that the bit inside is schach posel. We're not trying to be clever like in Agamara where we said, well, the bit inside is kosher. We're not saying that. No, it will remain schach posel. It is schach posel. But since I've got a wall there, and the bit on the other side, the other, what is it, 18 and a half tfachim of ceiling or whatever, that's outside. There's no psala. Yeah, it's on it. It's completely outside. So, 
I'm making a sukkah ketana, and I want to make sure that I'm only going to use one and a half tvachim of that ceiling, of that overhang, so if I build my wall up there, that's mamashah case. It's not a, if, it, if I'd leave a thing open, I can't leave the entrance open, then I walk into my balcony, I've got my ceiling above me, and then I've got my five and a half That's no good. Because this is, I've got my, I've got my, my balcony walls, my balcony walls on my three walls, I walk into my balcony, I've got my three walls, my five and a half tvachim, but this whole ceiling above it, it's psalayotim in asukkah. It's all possible. Right? You can't just say, well, I'll just consider one and a half bit inside the sukkah, and now I've got, so that's kosher, and the rest is outside. It's not true. It's psalayotim. Because if that ceiling weren't there, and it was all, it was all sky and all kosher schach, it'd be kosher for all the 20 hours. So now that it's possible, because it's ceiling, or whatever, the overhang of the balcony above, it's possible. That is mamashar case. Your sukkah will be possible. But if you build a wall up over there, just one and a half fucking before the end of the ceiling, so now, that's clearly our, that's our Rashi. Dosh state in Rashi. That wall breaks, if you like, the overhang. We consider one and a half in, and the other eighteen and a half out. Well, one and a half possible, and five and a half kosher is perfectly okay. And that's what, what, like, has got chub about it. Again, this, these are lots of complicated, but based on what we've learned over here, that would solve the problem. Now here, you have an interesting... Somebody wants to ask a question, sorry. Go on. Not, not completely covers. It covers most of your balcony, but it leaves, a, let's, for example, say five and a half tfokim depth at the end is not covered by the above balcony. Open to the sky. That's right. Open to the sky. Yes, right, and you can put schach on there. That's right. So what you do is you build a wall in so that you leave one and a half tfokim of that overhang inside your sukkah, which is a tiny bit, and you build up a wall. That's right. So you've got five and a half tfachim of kosher skach, one and a half tfachim of this ceiling, which is fine, because it's less than three tfachim. That's right. That's right. That's right. But that's how you cut out the rest of the balcony above you, by building a wall. That's right. That's right. And that's okay? That would be okay. According to this Gemara, that should be okay. That's right, because you you're using parcel skach as part of your skach. So what? As long as it's less than three tfachim. As I say, if it's relevant, what they say, ask your LOR. For those of you who don't know, that's local Orthodox rabbi. Right? So if you want, but that, that's, that's okay, what we learned. So, but he, yeah, so, 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 but here comes something just, just as a canade, something interesting. Do we, there's a machlekes we're showing him, do we say dofenakumam and good asik? So if you think of a normal case, where well, you've got a, a proper dofenakumam, let's go back to a normal sukkah for a minute, where you've got, I don't know, you've got, Three amas on the side, possible schach, and then plenty of kosher schach. So normally, if you've got the wall going up, and then three amas of possible schach, and then kosher schach, you'd say dofenakuma. Anything under four amas is dofenakuma. What happens if you've got your possible schach over here, say three amas wide, not okay, and you've got a wall over here ten tzvachim high, but it doesn't reach the, doesn't reach. Right? You with me? Possible schach over here, wall underneath. So what you need to do is you need to invoke two things. Number one, you need to say good asik. Imagine, imagine the wall goes up, Allah Khalamashi number one, and then you've got to say Dofanakuma. Right? That's what we've got to say, those two things. So there's a machalikshi showing whether we say this or not. Let's follow for a minute the Moganavaram who quotes the man who says you don't say Dofanakuma together with Gudasik, and it would be no good in that case. Let's just, just say that for a moment, right? If you hold over here that Rashi, when Rashi says that the reason why the wall helps is because there's a Dofan over there, that's all he said. Take the word Akuma out. 
then my wall doesn't have to be up to the ceiling. As long as I've got a wall ten tefachim high, right? That's all that you need for your sukkah. You can build a sukkah with a wall going all the way around. See tomorrow later, all the way around. Each wall is ten tefachim high. You've then got poles on either on all four corners. Your schach can be a lot higher as long as the walls, if they theoretically were to go all the way out, would hit the schach. The schach is above the wall. Oh, it doesn't have to actually be. But let, let's imagine it is to make it simple. It's kosher. So you want a nice breezy sukkah. You make sure that all your four walls are ten tefachim high. You have your schach and poles, which is nice above you. And, and, and as long as the walls are underneath the schach, it's perfectly okay. Why? Because good asset. So if what Rashi says over here is that the wall cuts the bit that we don't want out the sukkah, it's because there's a dofen over there. Then it's fine. Now you need to build a wall, which is ten tefachim high. I've now got halachic dofen with good asset. So the rest of my overhang is considered out of the picture. But if you're going to take the gear, so that we've got in Russia, like you have to learn in Yitzvah, that for some reason or other we're invoking Dofen Akuma, and you need Hilchot Dofen Akuma to get that bit out the sukkah, well, if it's only 10 Tzvachim you won't say Dofen Akuma, because you're first going to have to say Good Asik to get it to the ceiling, and then Dofen Akuma to get that bit out. And according to the run and the way the Mogadavron takes on, we don't say Dofen Akuma and Good Asik. So according to that Gersa, you'd have to actually build the wall all the way up to the ceiling for this little trick to work. So we've seen that these two Gersa, the two versions of the Gersa and Rashi, could actually have enough Gemina Lahalacha, as in our case of the balcony, whether the wall has to actually reach the, 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 the ceiling or doesn't have to reach the ceiling. Okay, so that's the, that's the discussion about this. As you can see, one little word... Sorry? Yes. Why? No, we won't say that. That we don't say. I know that's a good point, Barry. But for some reason, we don't say that. If you've got um, um, this is the portion of If you've got Pasul's Chach next to the wall, um, and we don't consider it Dovan Akuma. We will consider it. If I'm not mistaken. We will consider that as Chach possible because that's what suits us at that time. Well, say Dovan Akum when it doesn't suit her. I'm sorry? I think so. Um, yeah. Sukkah Ketana She'im Ba'al Shiva Shiva Be'im Ba'emtza Be'im Enatzad Shloisha Tzvachim Sula Pachs Mishloisha Kshayra So we don't, we, don't, we don't differentiate. You're right, it seems to be optional. That's what it seems to be. I don't know when the time we finish this parrot will know more, but it, it, does, it does seem to be. Well, that's a good point. So there would be enough kamina. Does this wall have to go all the way up if you need Dothan Akuma? But then again, you know, La Halacha, you'll start being Mitzar of all the various shitters that maybe you do say Dothan Akuma with Godasig and then this and that. Okay, whatever. But anyway, just to show you an interesting enough kamina on that one word in Russian. Well, well, we wouldn't over here. We, if you're using Dofen Akuma in Rashi, you'd use Dofen Akuma for outside. You wouldn't yeah, be correct. Dofen yeah, yes, 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 yes. You're, yes. you're selecting that. Correct, correct. I mean, take a normal sukkah. Take a sukkah katana, which has got five, five and a half tvachim, for example, of schach kosha, one and a half tvachim of, of a metal, metal uh, sheet, which is next to the wall. We don't say, oh, that's Dofen Akuma, and therefore you haven't got seven. We say, no, you've got one and a half possible, seven. So it does seem to be some are optional whether you want to treat it as a, as a dofen akum or not. Sorry? Well, that's what it appears. That's what it appears. There is one problem that the Karbanasana raises, um, and again, it's to do with the Sugya Psala Yotza. He says, I don't know what the Mogan Avram wants over here. Because the Mogan Avram takes our Sugya La'alocha. 
He says, and, and it's not going to affect our case that we discussed with the balcony, but the case where it's over the entrance. He says, other than the Balamor, nobody quotes our Gomorrah. Nobody says in the case of the picture that we saw before there's problems. Nobody talks about it. Why? He says, because it's Mavur, he says in the Gomorrah later, that you only say Psalayotza where there's at least one wall continuing. In our picture, there's no walls at all. Once you get outside the sukkah, it's open. It's nothing at all. And he says, we only say Psalayotza when there's one wall continuing. That's how we pass in Lalocha. So this whole business of being over the entrance and issues and problems, Lalocha is not relevant because it's not Psalayotza anymore. And therefore, it's not considered part of the sukkah. That's, so he doesn't know what, he doesn't know what the Mughal of Rome, the Mughal of Rome is talking about. Again, it doesn't affect our case of the balcony because that's over a wall. And over a wall, everybody holds it's, it's going, it's not Psalayotza. The truth is that there's a Rashi earlier, we had a Rashi earlier, and Orochaneh was Medaic, and, and there's a Gemara later. It's not so posh, then it could be that you would say Psalayotza even without one wall going out, but that's the, a point that he raises. Anyway, that's the, that's this particular sugar and the sugar and what comes out from it. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. Now, I must warn you, Rabbi said, it does get, I won't say it's terribly complicated, but you've just got to keep in mind the, the various opinions. We're still carrying on with our dear Machloki, our Machloki, our dear Rabbi Hosea and Rabbi Meir, about planks of wood, whether they're kasha, whether they're pasta. And just to recap, according to Rav, remember, Rabbi, 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 Rabbi Huda is Mekel, Rabbi Meir is Machme. According to Rav, Rabbi Huda holds there's no such thing as Gzeris Tikra. And every single plank, whatever wide it is, is kosher for schach. Rabbi Meir holds no. Once it's four tefachim wide, it's no good. Anything below four tefachim wide is kosher. That was Rav. Shmuel said no. Shmuel said anything above four tefachim, everyone holds is no good. Anything less than three tefachim, everyone holds is okay. The machlok is between three and four. According to Rabbi Meir, three between three and four is no good, like over four. And according to Rabbi between three and four is okay. So according to Rav, there's a fundamental machlokas between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda. Is there such a thing as Xeris Tikra? The well, reason for not using beams is because you might come to sit under your house and think, if I can sit under beams over here, I can sit in my house. So Rabbi Huda holds, no, no, according to Rav, Rabbi Huda, no such thing as the is of using planks. Rabbi Huda does not hold of Xeris Tikra, according to Rav. Rabbi Meir does, but he only starts a problem with the plank for him wide. Whereas according to Shmuel, everybody holds of Xeris Tikra. The question is, when do we start being machmet? According to Rabbi Yehuda, only from four tefachim wide upwards, and according to Rabbi Meir, from three tefachim and up. Let's have a look at the Mishnah. Tesvav. Sorry, was there a question? Go on. Yes. We don't need you only need three walls. You don't need four walls. It doesn't matter. If you don't need four walls, it doesn't matter. You can forget the fourth wall. If it's three walls, it's got to be less than three tefachim. But that's a Moshe. That's a Gemara later. Let's 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 leave out air. Air, air space is a, is a is a separate issue. Let's leave that. Let's not confuse it. If you don't mind, please. Okay. Okay. So let's have a look at the Mishnah. Tikkun she'en oleh maziva. A roof does not have any, any, um, uh, I don't know if it was cement? Well, they really would, wouldn't call it cement. I don't know what they would use in those. Sorry? Asheville? No, not Asheville. Maziva is a, sorry? Plaster, plaster, plaster. Yeah, plaster. Take a Maziva. A roof of planks. We'll have to see what these planks are. That has no plaster over it. So, it's, co- it's, it's kosher material. It's wood. Nothing else. Rabbi Yudha, Rabbi Yudha says, Beshamay Oimri, Beshamay say, 
You want to use this as kosher schar, you've got to do two things. You've got to, mafak pek means you've got to move all the planks. We'll see what it means, moving the planks. You've got to push them, or undo the nails, we'll see what that means. And you've got to take out every other plank, and put kosher schach in between. That is, Rabbi Shaman. Or Beis Hillel Omrim, Beis Hillel said, no, I just have to go so far. Mafak pek, either you move each one, push it up and down, or we'll see what mafak pek means. I know Telach is moving time, or you just remove every other plank and put Kosher Schach in its place. Rabbi Meir says, no, no Telach is moving time, very pig. It doesn't help to move these planks at all, in any shape or form. The only thing you can do is take out every other plank and put Kosher Schach in its place. Now, if you just look straight through this with the eyes of Rav, let's just look straight through the eyes of Rav. Rashi tells me, the first Rashi, Tikrosh Enolema Stam Your general a roof was made with planks of four. Now this is a slight problem because this appears to be going all the way back to Rashi and the Havamin of the Gemara earlier. But the reason for Gzera is Tikra is because planks were made with roofs were made with Tfachim wide for uh, planks for Tfachim wide. We saw in the Gemara the Gemara didn't give that reason. Then they were showing him argue with Rashi and they quote Gemara Baba Matir that they made. Their rooms with planks which were less than four tefachim, and there are the ritzvah, the run. They say that's not what the track of the mission is. We're, we're talking over here about smaller planks. We're not talking about those planks of four tefachim, a smaller plank. But we let's first sort out Rashi, and then we can talk about other mishnahs. Rashi says we're talking about planks four tefachim wide. So if we're talking about planks four tefachim wide, let's just put on Rav's hat for a moment, and then the mission will be very clear. To us. We're not too worried about Beis Shammai. Let's look at Beis Hillel. Rav Yehuda and Beis Hillel. What does he say you do? You do one of two things. You either take out every other plank and put kosher schach in between, but that's okay, right? Because that, even if you've got possible schach, the next Mishnah says, if you've got metal bars, and you put in between, you've got metal bars, in between the metal bars, you put kosher schach, so you've got a metal bar, which is a tefach wide, you've got tefach bar, tefach space, tefach bar, tefach space, and you put kosher schach in between all those metal bars, we can go later with Mishnah Batal, it's kosher, it's kosher, it's halacha, I know it looks strange because I've got so much possible stuff over here. But as long as you've got at least 50% kosher, it's ka- We had this earlier, earlier. As long as you've got 50, it's kosher. So you have possible kosher, possible kosher, possible kosher. As long as they're, let's say, at least equal amounts, the, the, the schach kosher is no less than the schach possible. It's kosher. So I understand this din of taking, this is four tefachim wide, right? So I understand the, taking every other one out and putting kosher schach in between, even if those planks are 100% possible, it's going to be okay. Because it's no worse than our zebra sukkah I'm going to be later on. What is mafakpit? Mafakpit means, basically, we'll see in Russia the details, but a simple, you move each one. Right? They were put down, was put down as a bias. When you made this roof, it was supposed to be a house. You can't sit there now and say, right, here in Imuchan and Zuman, bless this thing to be a sukkah. It's not going to work. It's tasa, velomen also. It was made as a roof, not made as a sukkah. So what you do, you move the schach up and down, and, and, and you now put it down, the shem schach. So Rabbi Yehud, but the one second, according to Rashi, these planks are full tefachim wide. So Rabbi Yehud says, yeah, because as far as I'm concerned, full tefachim wide plank, kosher v'yosha, kadasya, badaps, every single OU, OK, star K, chof K, everything you want, right? The price is going up, Rabbi said, with each temple. It's 100% kosher, what's the problem? So base Shammai hold, but fuck pick, nothing wrong. It's kosher schach. That's Rabbi Yehud. If you've got Rav's hat on, we can understand what's going on over here. The fact is, it was put down the Shem, the Shem roof, so it's possible. If I now move each one, it's no problem with Tassav Lominos. You have done a Maisa, ah, it's four Tfokhi wide. What's the problem? That's a Biyoda. 
Rabbi Meir holds no. Remember, Rabbi Meir holds that false fucking wine is no good. So mafakbek is no good. There's no such thing. The only thing that will work is to take out every other, every other plank, put kosher schach in between, and then you've got your zebra sukkah, for want of a better phrase, which is going to be kosher. So if we put Rav's hat on, and we've got the machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda holds that no gzeris tikra, all planks are okay. And Rabbi Meir holds that no, fortifying wide planks are no good. And we're talking, says Rashi and Amishnah, planks, fortifying wide. We can understand, we can cut right to the, to the chase. We understand. Leave Beishamay out for the moment. We understand, Rabbi Yehuda, uh, Hillel, you could be mafakpek, because once I move them, there's no task of lominosi. And it's kosher schach, it's perfectly in order. And Rabbi Yehuda no such thing as mafakpek. Why? Because it's all fucking white planks, and they are possible. It's our good old machloikas, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda that we had before. And that's again, um, a Beishilal Omrim, this is Rabbi Yehuda, Beishilal Omrim, mafakpek, oi no telachas me being tayim. And Rabbi Meir says, no, no telachas me being tayim, ain't no mafakpek. Your zebra sukkah, that's fine, nobody argues with that. But you want to just move each one, that's no good, because it's all fucking white, it doesn't work. It's not allowed. So, if we put Rav's hat on, we can understand the Mishnah quite clearly. How Shmuel's going to learn? That's the Gemara. The Gemara's going to discuss Rav also. As we work our way through Rashi, we'll, 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 we'll see what Rashi raises the various issues. But at least, this Mishnah, which looks a little bit confusing, Beshameh, Beshameh, Rabbeir, Rabbeir, with Rav's hat on, we can leave Beshameh, okay, Beshameh different. We've got this new halacha of no telachas mi time. It's got nothing to do with the with the It's got nothing to do with the Xeris Tikra, Lechaira, but we'll see what happens by the time we're finished. But at the moment, we assume not. This Mafakbek, that's the Machlaikas. Mafakbek, yes, Mafakbek, no. Depends whether planks with the full fucking wide are kosher or not. Wasn't there something in the future where the males had to be removed? Mm. You don't. You must remind me. Give, give me another couple of Rashi. Maziva. Says the second Rashi on the Mishnah. Maziva. What's a... What's a, uh, a, a maziva? It says Rashi, Ritzvah's tit, the, uh, um, the covering of, 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 uh, plaster. I mean, I, I suppose it means cement's the wrong word, but let's call it plaster. The daimalaiba mikra, the Sefer Ezra, we find a similar word in the Sefer Ezra. And again, this is Rashi, it's not in what we would call Ezra, you'll find it in the Chemia, but we've had this Rashi, we had it in Beitzel, we've had it before, we've had it a few times. That the Gemara Sanhedrin tells us, oh, because of something Nehemi did, which on his madrigi shouldn't have done, it was misguided, the safe is called Ezra, not called Nehemi, because you look in brackets, it's in Nehemi. We find this over and over and over again. They strengthened the wall of Yerushalayim, uh, until the wall, they strengthened Yerushalayim to the wall, which is, They put in it, uh, um, um, earth, to strengthen the wall. So, Vayazvu is a lotion of strengthening, a lotion of Helping, lotion of assisting, like the Pasuk says, when you see the, the, the load falling off the animal, it's the same lotion. So the Ma'aziva, it's helping because it's strengthening. What does the plaster do? It strengthens the roof. So that's why plaster, is actually explaining why is plaster called Ma'aziva, what's one got to do with the other? Because it's strengthening. Okay. Rabbi Yudha Omer, says Rabbi Yudha, the last wide lines over here, top of Rashi, there's a machloikas. If you want to now convert your roof into schach, so that you can sit underneath it in Hashem sukkah. You've got to be mafakpeh. What is kulon. You've got to undo, that would be, give and take away the nails, and move each one. Sorry. And then afterwards, Take out every other one. 
V'noisim p'sal b'mkoma and put. Remember, p'sal is koshes kach v'noshem p'sale. Ulekamam afarish lomeli tazi. So beshamay seem to require both. We'll see that they don't. But the moment they seem to require both, you've got to both be mafakpeg and you've got to be notlach the entire. Now the question is, what is mafakpeg? The reason why I mention it is because we are going to. We'll see when we finish. La locha, there is something that you have to be. Mefakpik does actually help you. We'll see why. So what is Mefakpik? So if you look in the tour, the tour says in let's not go into the, to, to what's that, what, what the la locha we passed in it. He's talking about our case. He says, Daishi, what's Mefakpik? Sheyosir kolam asmerim, remove the nails, leshem asiyas sukkah. What's the definition of mafakpik? Mafakpik is, remove the nail. Remove the nail. Says the Bach, but that's not what Rashi says. Rashi doesn't say that's mafakpik. Rashi says mafakpik is, soisa umenanea. Not good enough just to undo the nails to be soisa. You've actually got to be menanea. You've actually got to move them also. So obviously you can't move them as they are because they're nailed down. So the tool says remove the nails. That's, that's enough. Says, he says, no, but Rashi says you've got to remove the nails and then menanea. So each one you push it up and then they come down, push it up. Right? That's what, that's what Rashi says. Says the Bach, maybe Rashi means all. When Rashi says so, so menanea, he doesn't mean that you've got to do both. He means all. Problem is, if you look in the Me'iri, Me'iri quotes Gedolei HaMechabrim, and Gedolei, sorry, Gedolei HaRabonim, and Gedolei HaRabonim is a reference to Rashi, he says, Gedolei HaRabonim holds that Mephakrim means you've got to do both. So he learns very clearly that the, uh, 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 that the, um, uh, that Rashi doesn't mean just one, it means both. And if you look in the Shulchan Aruch, as I say, La Lomaisa, what scenario are we talking about? It's when we get to the end of the Sugi, we'll see. But what is this Mephakrim in the Shulchan Aruch? Quotes the Lashon of, of the Tur. The Shulchan Aruch says, Sorry. It's not all, it's and. No, so you can't, Vav can be all. Right, so Rashi says, Saisa Umenanea can be translated as, as removal, let's say loosely removing the nails or shaking, moving. That's not the simple reading. The Me'iri doesn't learn that. Me'iri learns it means and. If you look at the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says very clearly, um, It's enough just to remove the nail, the Shem Asiyah comes along the Mishnah Brura, says the Mishnah Brura, that's a quotation of the Rosh and the Tur. But Rashi says, Soisa and Mananea. And the Pirisha Mishnais also says like that. He also says both. And the Batanur and Ozerah also quotes Rashi. He says, he quotes the Chai Odom, that La'alacha, he says, not like the Shukran that like Rashi, the simple reason of Rashi, that Mephakpeg is not good enough just to remove the nails. You've also got to actually, after you remove the nails, the Shem Schach, the Shem Tzail, you've got to actually go and move, just push each one up, so you put them down, the Shem So that is that Rashi. So Beisham I hold, at this stage, we'll see the Gemara learns differently, you need both. You've, you've got to push them all up, take the nails off, push them all up and down, and remove each one, which of course is a bit strange, because what, I'm, I'm removing, I'm removing, what do I have to take a nail out and push it up if I'm taking it away? I mean, it doesn't seem to make sense that you move each one and, and take them away. Just take, we'll see in the Gemara, but that's Beshali. Carries on the next Rashi, Ubeisil <coughs> the line begins 
Tarti, it's about five lines down. Remember, this is all in Rabbi Yehuda. What did Beis Hillel say? Beis Hillel say, Mafakpek. Why? Why are you Mafakpek? Mishon Tasavalem Anasui. You did Tasavalem. What's the problem over here? The problem is, it's very nice, it's wood, and it's a kosher material. It wasn't put down as Shem Tzach, it was put down as Shem Bais. As it is, it's possible. Bais, Sukhavalei Bais. It's completely possible. So what do I do? I'm a fuckpick. I take the nails off and I move each one. I now put it down the shem sukkah the shem cell, so it's no problem. You don't need to take every other one out and put kosher schach there. Why? Because this is Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda holds that planks for tefachim why the kosher schach. So what's the problem? I've got only one. Rabbi Yehuda letame says Rashi. Rabbi Yehuda is following his shita. The machshib and the sorim sheish ben dal leschach lesakeches kula. Bainu Karav. We're going, according to Rav, it's very simple over here. You've got kosher schach, because planks full to fucking wide, which Rashi says is what we're talking about in our roof, because that's standard roofs, he says, BS3629, whatever it is, are four planks full to fucking wide, kosher schach, according to Rav. The only problem is it was put down with the wrong kavana, it was put down as Shem Bayis, and it's sukkah below Bayis, or whatever you want, it's possible. So now if I just take off the nails and move it, Lashem Schach, now it's going to become kosher. According to Rav, it's fine. We understand. V'shmul, but according to Shmuel, it's a problem. According to Shmuel, how does it help to be mafakpik? Why is this sukkah kosher? How can, according to Yehuda, once it's fought for him, why Rabbi Yehuda agrees according to Shmuel, it's possible Schach. So how does it help to move it up and down? The Gemara will explain it according to Shmuel. I've got planks which are full to fucking wide. They've been nailed down as the roof of my house. There's no plaster above it. Says Rabbi Hillel You remove the nails, you push them up and down. Kosher. According to Rav, we understand. Because according to Yehuda, planks are kosher. Why according to Shmuel is it kosher? It's full to fucking wide. But Rabbi Yehuda agrees that full to fucking wide is possible. Why is it kosher? Says the Gemara Rashi. The Gemara will tell you. I'll let you into secret and tell you what the Gemara says. The Gemara says like this. Why does, why do we hold these planks apostles? Because there is Tikra. And if you can sit under a place where there are planks, right, you can make your sukkah with planks, you might think, well, why should I sit here? I might as well sit in my house. It's also made of planks. That's there is Tikra. So Shmuel, if I've got a house, and I've gone and made it ice house, I've gone and taken a tikra, and I've gone and made that tikra no longer a tikra by removing the nails and pushing out. What well, you now? worried I'm going to sit in my house? I've gone and taken a house and made it into a sukkah, and I'm sitting in it. You're going to worry that I'm going to make. I'm going to sit in my house. In that case, there a tikra doesn't apply, like we had before with the goddish. Right? If you're actually pushing the 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 the, 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 the make it hollowing out the the haystack and pushing the schach up and down, we're not going to make a gezeira a gezeiras oitza. You might come to use it another time when you know by the fact that you pushed it up and down shows that you know that it's no good as it is. So if you hollow it out, you know that hollowing out is not good enough because you've gone and pushed it. So we don't make it make a gezeira that you might you might once hollow it out and not push it up. You know you have to do it. You're just going to done it. Likewise, over here, you can't come along and say, well, if you sit under this, you might come sit in your house. You know jolly well you're not allowed to sit in your house. And the proof of the pudding is you've just gone and destroyed this roof. So in that case, you don't make Gizera's Tikra. But I've let you into a secret, Rabbi says, so please forget it, because otherwise, you're going to lose the flow of the Gemara. But that will stop there. But that's where we are at this stage at the moment. I've got planks which are full to wide as my roof. Rabbi Hodel, the coin to Beishamai, you either take every other one out and make your zebra sukkah, which is okay, we understand that, or I take, remove the nails, push each one up and down. 
according to Rav, it's fine, because the Rav, according to Yehuda, it's kashas chach. Problem with Tasa Vlaminasi, I've got over that by moving each one up and down, perfect. According to Shmuel, it's pasas chach. So very nice, I've got round the problem of Tasa Vlaminasi, but at this stage, how does that help? So the Tasa Vlaminasi, it's Tasa, it's good, but it's pasas chach. How does it work? Mitzvah Shem will carry on next week. Shkoyach.